Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get on all on rates as slow as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast, the left-leaning politics and atheist podcast uh, that you know doesn't care what Jane and Sam think about. <laughs> God damn it, that's that is a reference to a patron show that just came out the same week that this one did. If you really want to know what the fuck we're talking about, it's a church that has six do's and 145 don'ts as of the time that I was sent this by somebody that just escaped their religion. Wow, <laughs> it's the word of faith church in what was it north carolina i think is where it was situated if you yeah if you want to be creeped out that's just god it's creepy (laughs) anyway how are y'all doing out there in the fine world uh are you keeping your sanity (laughs) i'm not fucking hell (laughs) this is episode number 284 and we're so glad to have you along for the ride i'm your host for this and every episode i go by the name of x and joining me tonight is kyle steenblick and of course out there somewhere where you can't see them or hear them are our patrons they're always listening How's everybody doing tonight? Well, how's Kyle doing tonight? How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird going back to a Friday recording, and it's weird also starting the actual show. Like, we would just be finishing the patron show right about now. now. Well, patron show is a live stream, not the... Right, right, right. We're, we're like way ahead of schedule. I don't know how to fucking handle this. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have time to record an intro. That's kind of weird. <laughs> it's true. And, and recording it first instead of going, oh, shit, we oh, forgot our fuck, intro. we need that intro out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's a new week here. Anything uh, anything you want to bring up in particular? I, all I'm going to talk about is the fact that uh, uh, we're, uh, we're still fucking super psyched about going to the American Atheist Convention in April. And oh, it's funny. so much work to do, but it's going to be so much fun. It's been so much work already. <laughs> still got so much to go. Uh, thank you to all the patrons out there for making this something that is not killing my pocketbook because I was not ready for this. And we, even though we have like a month to get ready for it, like that's still a lot of shit that needs to be prepared before I even pack my suitcase for that trip. And it's funny because I, my wife has been very supportive of the whole thing. She's always been supportive of the show, but it's just funny to me that I can point to something now and go, look, we're important enough. We're being invited to a convention. You know, it's like, that means a lot to me. And so she's been talking to her mom, who's a very staunch Mormon lady, about the fact that we're I'm going to this convention. And she's like, well, what are they going to do there? And I'm like, she didn't ask me because I would have been like, oh, you know, things that religious people don't. <laughs> you know? Or, you know, just, I would have been flipping about the whole thing. But she's probably like, talk about not believing in God. And, you know? <laughs> and I'm that like, is, I mean, funny enough, that is probably going to be the 
the least <laughs> discussed topic. Right. Because I mean, I'm not going to be talking about it much there. I mean, there's going to be, and I know the debauchery happens at conventions. There's a lot of it. Oh, I, yeah. I can't drink as much as I used to. I understand that nowadays, and I and I never, I wouldn't want to be the person to do that. But I wouldn't be adverse to holding a camera while other people did. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to have a couple of drinks, but I'm not going to get fucking blitzed because uh, unfortunately there's all sorts of editing I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to make sure everything's good for the show the next day. And we're going to be doing all sorts of live stuff. I've been playing around with Instagram a little more, a little bit more. It seems like a lot of people like Instagram a whole lot. And it's, it's a decent platform. I kind of fucking hate Facebook. I know Facebook owns them, but the thing is, yeah. is like, I don't like the, uh, uh. The political posts. Sorry, that was Bob out there clearing his throat with that his <laughs> microphone. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, I mean, lots of stuff coming up with that thing. And my wife was telling my mother in law about the whole thing, and she's like, "Yeah, it's happening over Easter weekend." And mother in law's like, "Huh? Well, I guess that really makes sense then, doesn't it? <laughs> they don't really have a need for that." And I'm like, "Hey, hey, I'm an atheist, but I still like Easter." Like bunnies and chicks I mean, and sure. hard it's boiled a, eggs as yeah, much as the next guy, you know. It it's an excuse for stuff. <laughs> no, honestly, it's an excuse for uh, American atheists to get cheap ass convention rates and hotel stays. This, and is, stuff, so. this is very true. Because <laughs> you know, a lot of this country is afraid of that kind of thing. But I mean, they're going to be in Phoenix, Arizona. There's probably going to be some cool stuff to do down there. I I probably won't hit convention stuff like all the time every day because we're going to be there. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then coming back home on Monday. So, I mean, I'm sure they got some cool shit to go visit while you're down there. I mean, I haven't been down to Arizona in a long fucking time. So anyway, that's all I've really got. I'm really excited for it. It's it's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. If you're if you happen to be in the area or you're coming to the convention, let us know, because we've got a lot of swag. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of good stuff for everybody. You might have to work for it a little bit, but it's not going to be anything too hard. But <laughs> Uh, it'll be fun, and I'm gonna have a good time there. So, Kyle, what about you, man? Anything going on with you? No, no, nothing going on. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> anyway, we're just gonna go ahead and move on to doing the the regular show. So, uh, thank you guys for coming out. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you in a minute with our first little clip. But first, commercials, which I really need to fucking update before we go to Phoenix, because everyone's gonna be like, wait. That's a weird-ass old commercial. They don't sound like this anymore. <laughs> you know, if we're planning on bringing in a new audience, we need to kind of probably try to sound a bit new. So I need to work on that shit. So, oh boy, that's more shit to overhaul. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I've just gotten too fucking used to doing it my way. Anyway, we'll be right back. This is the Utah Outcasts. Hi, I'm God, and I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, alright, I will murder my son! Uh, well, I mean, I kinda already did that, but, uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you not, can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. Alright, look, Lucy. Uh, you want to go with me? I'm going to go fuck with this guy, Joe. 
No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm gonna kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm gonna give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm gonna kill all of his livestock. Yeah. Just, oh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. You shouldn't have to do this to impress me. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. You know, not a week goes by that I don't hear more conservative Christians absolutely losing their goddamn mind when it comes to uh, Drag Queen Story Hour. This one comes to us from LifeSight News, courtesy of a uh, one Mr. Ken Ham, who for some reason has really been appearing on my timeline on Facebook quite often. And I will, <laughs> as my real name, go out there and make comments that are just right before the line. That mm-hmm. would be crossing a line that he might get mad at me for him. I mean, it's all done with moderators and stuff that are not actually Ken Ham, but it's just kind of funny that he shows up on my timeline and I'm like, oh, if the people that are commenting back at the thing that I'm saying only knew who I was. I mean, <laughs> nobody knows who I am, but it's just one of those things where it's like, hey, I regularly dunk on this guy. And uh, anyway, he had this drag queen story hour and he had some fucking really long phrasing for look what the look what they're doing to children nowadays they're putting porn people in front of little kids and uh, we're going to get to that so lifesite news is a very christian website and you can just assume that they're going to take every wrong direction that they possibly can with the story they're bringing up here so a politician in scotland is defending an appearance of an x-rated drag queen at a children's school x-rated drag x-rated drag who was it we're getting there. Give me a okay, second. Okay. Saying that the parents who have a problem with the event are homophobic. You know, Christian Christian's going, oh, I'm the victim here because mm-hmm. I'm, they're calling me a homophobe because I didn't want my kids with an X-rated drag queen. So children as young as four attended the school event featuring a drag queen named. God damn it. This name is great. Flow job. <laughs> <laughs> who performs regularly on the adult entertainment scene. He has a number of sexually explicit posts on social media and recently admitted to struggling with addiction issues. What's sexually explicit? Like, I could pull this shirt down and that's sexually explicit. Oh, no, no, no. Suggestive, you know? No. Or or is Flowjob really, like, dick out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine uh, Sadie Satanis as a drag queen. But then, then again... You're going to that, not, you know, it being right. delivered to you. Yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, so the local council, while it did not oppose a drag queen's appearance at the school in principle, after learning of the content on Flowjob's social media pages, apologized and said that the visit would not have been arranged had they been aware. Both the school's teacher or head teacher and the local politician who attended the event have praised it, as they should, because they're like, Keep your kids off of social media. Don't let them go to websites that they shouldn't be going to. Be a fucking parent. Right. And I can guarantee you, no kids, no kids can go to those shows. Uh, I'd be very willing to bet that absolutely everything that happened at that story hour was perfectly appropriate. 
Yeah, in a somebody in a costume reading a book to kids. And yeah. Uh, this is going to bring in some great comments from trolls. I can just oh, tell please. already. Oh, it's going to be good. So, uh, Mahari Black, a Scottish National Party member of Parliament for Paisley and Ref. God damn it, Renfrewshire mm-hmm. is probably pronounced like ref like refreshment. You know the <laughs> fucking way that British cities are pronounced sometimes. And it's Scotland. I know it's Scotland. I got mm-hmm. it. Just saying, you guys have way too many fucking like letters for what's actually pronounced. So. Issued a series of tweets after the event, applauding the school for hosting it and accusing critics of homophobia. Yeah. Because you are yeah. homophobic. <laughs> you, yeah, that about, that just about are, sums it up. You know? yeah. She even went so far as to assert that people opposed to the event are likely to purchase video games for their children that involve uh, players taking criminal missions assigned by mafia bosses. And the the tweet out there, so or the the social media post says, you just know that the people pretending to be livid at a drag queen reading a book to in a school in my mentions right now are also the people who run out to buy their kids the latest Grand Theft Auto on release day. I'm sure your homophobia is transparent, she said. So were they uh, were they were they good enough in this in this story to to reference the book that was read? Uh, I haven't got there yet. Let me okay. see. Uh, Flow Jobs Twitter page includes numerous graphic sexual images, including pictures of him posing in lingerie, simulating a sex act with a dildo, and laying with his legs spread in a sexual position in a bathtub with a ball gag in his mouth. Or my Tuesday. You know? <laughs> <laughs> According to a report in the Daily Star, during the visit, Flow Job read a story to primary one children between ages of four to five at Glencoats Primary School in Paisley. Doesn't say what book yet. So mm. over the past weekend, both the school and the head teacher received numerous complaints online by Christian homophobes. Uh, users described the event as inappropriate, outrageous, and disgusting because they were told by their religious leaders to say these things. Uh, both Watson and the school have now have locked their Twitter accounts because they're a bunch of people are a bunch of bullies. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. media reported that one parent said on Twitter that the parents were not informed about the event. While I don't agree with the abuse being given. You know, there's a but probably my kids go to this school and there was no information fed to parents about this happening, about somebody reading a book to your kid. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, surely that's a parent's choice. I'm happy my child is learning about LGBT, but it's overtaking the school now. It's something every week. OK, so after this happened that previous week, did something in fact happen that week that you're mad about, too? Or the week after that, or the week after that, then shut the fuck up about your every week comment. Well, God. and you know what you have to keep in mind is uh, there are LGBT kids at the school, guaranteed, yeah, absolutely. And you know what it is for them? It's every day. They don't. They don't get. They don't get away from it. They don't have a reprieve from it. You know, they don't get to get away from the bullying that they're going to face from other people that don't understand them. So you know what? Fine. Do something every week for them. Cause God forbid we be inclusive people. So anyway, back to this fucking thing here. Unlike the local council, Watson was unapologetic. The pupils have organized events to take place during the month of February, which is LGBT History Month, as she told Paisley Daisley Express. So it's the kids that organized it, not mm-hmm. 
The number one priority was to fly the rainbow pride flag outside of our school to show our community we are accepting of everyone and everyone is welcome in our school. The second priority was to meet real people from the LGBT community. Mm -hmm. Top of the list was to invite a drag queen to talk about her experiences growing up in her job, Watson continued. Flo met with the Rainbow Squad, along with the parent council members and Mhari Black to discuss what it was like growing up during Section 28 when it was illegal for school staff to talk about anything LGBT+. Okay, yeah. Flojob also responded to critics online by Mm -hmm. saying that the children asked for a drag queen. Mm -hmm. I'll have you know, the children were, were asked what they wanted at LGBTQ plus History Month, and the first thing that they wanted was a drag queen. That's the first thing everybody should want, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree with you there. So, <laughs> so uh, Scottish LGBT gr- activist group, LGBT Scotland, or Youth Scotland, also defended the events, tweeting that they were horrified to see the abusive messages and tweets targeting Glencoats Primary School for their bold and brilliant LGBT-inclusive education practices. The group said it was... Oh, here, here's the... Uh, the message from them i have actually have the tweet we are proud to work with their pioneering head teacher and recognize the school as an example to others across the country so and then now that we've heard from the the cool people let's hear from the shitty people so a national spokesperson for the society for protection of unborn children which is a terrible acronym because it comes out as spuck <laughs> that's that crusty booger of cum that you get on your yeah, that's Spuck. There you go. A UK-based pro-life, pro-family group told LifeSite News that the event is a chilling example of the perverse endeavor. Mr. Gumby doing this whole thing. I, I can't do the voice the whole fucking time. I'll wake everybody up upstairs. Uh, the perverse indoctrination agenda being foisted upon innocent young children. And he also added, I like the smell of rancid polecat. Okay. Um, one of the strangest things about this episode is that my brain hurts. Uh, no, is that the head teacher and the council both refer to the children as having arranged the events and wished for a drag queen to visit them. This is a pathetic attempt to absolve themselves from responsibility for what is nothing more than state-sponsored child abuse. Child abuse. Really? 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 I, my brain hurt. What, what, did the, what did this drag queen do? Re- read a that, book. That, he read a book. <laughs> read a book. He read a book. Oh, wait. Oh my God! Let's get a drag queen story hour going on here in Utah, and let's have them read the Bible to the kids or the Book okay. of Mormon to kids. Holy shit! Could you? Oh, that would be a shit storm. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> hey, uh, any drag queens in Salt Lake that want to go read to some kids with some holy book? You know, actually, no, I wouldn't put my, I wouldn't put kids through that because you shouldn't be reading that fucking book. No, my, no, we were, no, you shouldn't. No, uh, I got dragged to a Hobby Lobby which I fucking hate that place. And I don't want to give any money to Hobby Lobby, but I can't tell my wife where she can or can't spend her money. <laughs> and so go to Hobby Lobby and there in the lobby, right when you're getting to the checkout, there's a bunch of like Bible books and Bible movies and everything. And my kids are like, look, dad. And they held up a copy of the action Bible, which is a, it's a like, some Marvel artists and DC artists that are Christian happen to also draw a lot of panels for this comic version of the Bible. And I, I told them, no, I don't think so. Kids, nobody should read that book as loud as I possibly could in the store. (laughs) A whole bunch of white haired biddies were there and mad about it, but whatever. 
All right. So the spokesman continued, parents need to exercise their inalienable right of responsibility for their children's education and refuse to send their children to any school that hosts such obscenity. Right. Right. And Ken Ham was mad about it by saying that um, they sent these children to the school and the, the state decided what was good for the children, not the parents. The parents that own these children didn't get a chance to say what they wanted their children to go through. And I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me one second there, Mr. Ham. Um, I'm a parent. I have three kids. I don't own any of them. <laughs> Somebody replied to me today. Oh, it's so fun to get the replies because they're like, you know, but you don't get the government that tell you what there should be done. Or some, it was really bad English, and they used the wrong there. <laughs> well, of course they did. Of course they did. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. But yeah, I mean, we're going to continue to say that it's a person in a costume reading a kid to a, reading books to kids. Yes. And if you're offended by that, how about you fucking go volunteer <laughs> and read books to kids? You know, right? Jesus. Preferably Christ. in a costume because. Kids love that. Kids like costumes, man. <laughs> Just don't go of like out of out of season costumes. Don't like show up in like August with like an Easter bunny outfit. That used to be no, 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 no. <laughs> do, do not do not wear an Easter bunny costume because that freaks the kids out. Yeah, don't be a, a Santa in March. That'd just be kind of weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess Christ could be year round. So just go in there with your loincloth and a whole bunch of buckets of blood coming after you. Sure. Sure. Yeah, Don't forget the blood. To kids. Uh, would they have a problem with that then? I mean, yeah, you're making fun of God, they would say, or whatever. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 What does Jane think? Does Jane approve? <laughs> Again, that's a uh, that's a joke to a patron episode that came out about the same time this week. You really should go to Patreon and find out what the fuck we're talking about. Right. <laughs> anyway. Right. Because Jane approved is going to be a reoccurring joke. I can guarantee you that. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. If our belief in God offends you, move. There are planes leaving every hour on the, on the hour, going every place on planet Earth. Get on one. We don't want you, and we won't miss you. I promise you. This one comes to us from a progressive secular humanist, and it's about an Oklahoma lawmaker who uh, likes to think that it's impossible for to separate church from state. Which is kind of and um, why is it always Oklahoma? I mean, seriously, they they they've they've got there's nothing to do. (laughs) You spent a couple of weeks there recently. Yeah, there is there is literally nothing to do there, so they have nothing better to occupy their time. So Oklahoma lawmaker Jay Stiegel uh, claims that it's impossible to separate church from state, while also claiming that the nation's founding fathers said we should not separate church and state. So the Tulsa World reports that, quote, separation of church and state does not and cannot exist in the United States. Motherfucker, look right here. This, that's been a thing since this nation was founded. <laughs> None of them had the forethought or foresight to see your guys' rampant 
you know, hypocritical churches trying to run this fucking nation. It's crazy. Anyway, well, uh, let's see. They also said the lawmaker carrying a bill that would require, of course, in God we trust, be prominently displayed in all state-owned buildings, told Oklahoma House of Representatives Committee on Tuesday. How about we just come up there with our counter bill that says this would save the government however many thousands of dollars of taxpayer money instead of having to that have that happen? You know, what happened to being fiscally responsible? Oh wait, they're they're Christian conservatives. They don't. God. They don't really care about. They don't that. really care about fiscal conservatism at all. So. Mm-mm. Uh, discussing House Bill 3817, a bill that would require all public schools and other state-run buildings to display in God We Trust, the same guy said, Our government is based on the idea that our inalienable rights are granted to us by our Creator. It is yeah, impossible sure. yeah. to separate church from state, and our founder said we should not do that, actually. He finished the sentence with actually. Yeah. Look, actually goes at the front of the sentence, just as a general rule. Well, I mean, actually, but, you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they said no such thing. No. And Stiegel is wrong. Completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's being disingenuous and dishonest when he claims our founding fathers said that we should not do that with the separation of church and state. In fact, there's no question that the founders intended to separate church from state. This is all from the article. Uh, the sentiment and meaning behind the phrase separation of church and state is contained within the establishment clause of the First Amendment to the Constitution. Yeah. Congress shall make no law representing or sorry, respecting, respecting. an establishment mm-hmm. of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. The actual phrase separation of church and state is derived from a letter written by President Thomas Jefferson in 1802 to Baptists from Danbury, Connecticut, and published in a Massachusetts newspaper soon thereafter. The following is an excerpt from Jefferson's famous letter to the Danbury Baptist Association. I contemplate with sovereign reverence that act of the whole American people which declared that their legislature should, quote, make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, quote, thus building a wall of separation between church and state. The fucking president said that in 1802. Yep. The guy who actually wrote the Constitution, by the way. Yep. I mean, he he didn't he didn't write it alone, but you know he's he's the one who actually put the majority of it together. He made he punched it up. (laughs) Yeah, basically, he he was final copy editor, and you know, he he also gets the first like uh, first billing on that whole thing. So, anyway, in the letter, Jefferson makes clear that the separation of church and state is contained within the establishment clause of the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. Yet, despite the irrefutable historical and constitutional evidence, don't let that stop evangelical Christian politicians. I swear to Christ, they just they don't care about actual history because they've been watching David Barton way too much. So. And he's a Christian extremist. So Jason Stiegel continues uh, to deny the separation of church and state. Oh, it's not Jason. It's just Jay. So anyway, Jay, an ignorant and dishonest Oklahoma lawyer. God, he's a lawyer, too, man. It must not be that hard to pass the bar exam. It is not. It is, in fact, not that hard. All you have to do is study. It's it's facts, basically. It's memorize, and then once right. you get the job, dump. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. So, claims that it's impossible to separate church from state while also making the false claim that the nation's founders said we shouldn't do that. And to finish off the article, the author says, the stupid, it burns. So. <laughs> it's true. It does. I just, I don't understand why. 
why they're in such a fucking hurry. I mean, I, I can kind of understand why after doing the show for five years, why they're in such a fucking hurry to establish one religion in this country. When later on down the road, guys, when that religion is no longer, you know, in vogue, it's going to be some other person's religion and the pogroms are going to start against you. Right. But they don't like to think they don't they don't think about the future because they hope there isn't one. Yeah, I mean, they they want the world to end. They want Armageddon to happen. But at the same time, like, what's the name of the uh, what's the name of the, the, the country? Oh, Gilead in The Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. it eventually falls you know <laughs> it's not something that lasts fucking forever so you guys may have it good for a generation or two but you know ultimately people are not going to live underneath the <laughs> the, the boot of religious is, extremism you know? yeah it is it is never sustainable not especially not in a country term. of this size with as many individuals oh, as shit, we have. no no it's never gonna fucking happen Hopefully you want civil war because that's what you're going to get if you keep trying to push shit like that. And I'm not saying we're going to do it, but you guys are going to start fighting amongst each other. Like I'm a first Methodist of the 13th divination of professor Trelawney or never mind. Hang on. And then the, somebody else is going to fight them. Like, well, I'm a Baptist. I hate you. You don't believe the same God stuff as I do. I hate you too. Bang, bang, boom, 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 boom. And the rest of us are like, let them fight. popcorn stocks will go through the roof absolutely want to get in touch with the outcasts it's easy we're available on most social media platforms as utah outcasts we're on youtube reddit patreon stitcher spreaker well shit you name it uh you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com you can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377 or for those of you who are so inclined Click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. <laughs> Pretty good trick, eh? I want to hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. Who gives a shit? Free your hell. It is Dave Dobbenmeyer, and I would do the coach, not a coach thing, but I guess it just kind of did right there. God damn it. Anyway, it's Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer, and he's going to be talking about Pete Buttigieg and I'm warning everybody right now, if you don't like this guy's homophobia, and it might set you off a little bit, please tune away now. But otherwise, he's going to continue to to be exactly who Dave Doppenmeyer always thought he would be when he grew up, which is a uh, a religious bigoted asshole. So anyway, oh my God. Is, a- is, 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 is not a Coach Dave going to make me want to defend Pete? Well, okay. He's mainly going to go after the thing that happened this past week where the little nine-year-old kid that identified as as gay talked to Mayor Pete about something and, you know. Okay, okay. He's going to have a problem with that. So here here we go. Pete Bud Fudge. Now he's calling him Bud Fudge. Okay. Okay. There there are so many. (laughs) There are so many ways. To make fun Dave. of make fun of Dave. this name. Um, I mean, really, honestly, the best way to make fun of the name is just to say it, because it's but I it's mean, good enough. But it's, it, but that's it's obvious, good enough you know? as as is. You don't need to do anything. But really, just <laughs> making making fun of giving somebody a, a stupid nickname. Not a coach, Dave. Yeah, it's just the <laughs> lowest form of humor. Uh, well, I mean, he knows his audience. I'll give him that. So. True, true, true. 
<sighs> we gave him like all of like one second, but God damn it. That was a telling one second. <laughs> yeah. This was a stage thing. If it wasn't ever anything at the latest debate, a nine year, nine year old boy comes up to butt plug and sit butt fudge and says, Oh, I'm, I'm nine. And I think I like boys. And I, how do you come out? How do you come out? And so the media says, oh, my goodness, what a brave young man. Well, yeah, it's a brave young man because he's got people like you attacking him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ, dude. Like, I even draw the line at attacking like a (laughs) nine-year-old. I mean, if it's in my family, fair game. But anybody outside the family doesn't get to do that. <laughs> I would, I would criticize, I would criticize not a coach Dave for punching down, but uh, really, <laughs> I mean, it's not a coach Dave. He's punching up almost no matter what. Well, the, uh, I was going to say he's punching down so hard that he's hitting himself in the nuts as he's doing so. It's just, wow, <laughs> uh, what a fucking bully! <laughs> oh, Christ and. Hey, Dave, um, almost everything that happens at those debates and town halls and shit, uh, most of it is planned or and or scripted. And right, stuff. right. I, I wouldn't go so far as to call it staged, but planned. They, you know, for, sure. <laughs> for the most part, know what the questions are or who's going to ask questions ahead of time so that you don't wind up with people asking a lot of stupid shitty questions or trolls or (laughs) you know like they wouldn't they wouldn't let you come up there and say the shit you're gonna say right and you know what 50 years ago they'd have thrown butt fudge in jail for even bringing it up and talking about it in front of a young kid i i i i hate to be pedantic but i think the kid brought it up I just, just, just don't throw that out there. I mean, you're right, <laughs> but you're you're trying to tell me 50 years ago they would have thrown him in prison for what? I mean, what what was the crime that happened right there that you wanted him prosecuted on, Dave? What, what, right. What, what crime is that? Being gay? <laughs> I mean, right. Okay. But okay. Yeah. Sure. Obviously, that's the crime that he wants to per- prosecute people. Sure. For. He wants sure, people to get sure, in trouble for. Sure. It, but but we have. We have, we have progressed. We have learned that that is wrong. He wants it to be 50 years ago where he could potentially go to prison for fucking boys in the locker room. (laughs) We have, we have looked at, we have looked at what this has done to people and we have said, these are people and this is wrong and we're not going to do that anymore. And we have all agreed because, uh, we have morality that is that is derived from from compassion and empathy rather Wait, than that, rather than the subjective morality that you're talking sure, about sure, there, sure, not sure. that objective morality. Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, so uh, really, this is just a, a roundabout way of saying, um, fuck your book. Yeah, exactly. Fuck your book. We don't care about what your Bible says about this kind of thing. And guess what? It doesn't really say much about gay stuff to begin with. So no, not really, not really. I mean, although there are some pretty good, pretty detailed instructions in there. Right. And I mean, the people that were trying to get the angels out of Lot's house. I mean, they mm. had some 
to they had, they had a, they cheddar. had they had ideas right i'm sure they did <laughs> i mean it's I, i'm sorry you guys you guys canonized and and put into a, a book of scripture a, a penthouse letter essentially <laughs> Oh man! And then there's like hand to hand combat where a lady touched the dude's balls, and all of a sudden, they're like, wait, 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 that's a fucking foul. We need to cut your hand off for that. And it's like, wait, really? I'm just <laughs> trying to stop you guys from fighting and accidentally grab some junk. Well, I mean, hygiene wasn't too good there, so I'm pretty sure she was okay with it. Right. Oh, and uh, from the peanut gallery, new order from Jane. Don't actually fuck the book. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, I'm a cracker, man. <laughs> Jane's going to keep popping up. People are going to be like, where's Jane? Who's Jane? <laughs> like, Jane. Uh, well, this is why you need to become a patron. <laughs> right. You need to do that before you come and find us at, uh, maybe we'll tell you at American Atheist Convention if you don't become a patron. Just come up and ask us when we're there <laughs> in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Wait, who's you this could, Jane person you guys keep talking about? Oh, well, we, let we me just, tell you. We just, might, we just might give you a sticker that says Jane approved. <laughs> We can't we can't guarantee that there's going to be a Jane. We're going to can't, we can't guarantee, gonna... but you know, <laughs> hey, if I'll we get could... a roll of the tiny stickers, that way we could just peel them off and put them on your forehead. Jane approved. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, come find us. We'll have booth information as it gets closer. Anyway, here mm-hmm. we go. Right? You with me? Oh yeah, butt fudge. Oh, he's so br- everybody clap for this guy, little boy. Oh, oh we're so messed up. We're so messed up. How about the fact that the kid knows more about himself as a nine-year-old than you know about yourself as a fucking 80-year-old or or 230-year-old? How fucking old are you, Coach Dave? I I honestly Ooh. don't know. I kind of want to Google that real quick. Uh, uh, go ahead and Seven. talk about yourself. Uh, Dave Obenmeyer H. There we go. How about that? Google, tell me how, how old this guy is. Uh, let's see. Former high school football coach, pastor, and political commentator from Ohio. Well, that explains a lot. Uh, let's see. It doesn't say like when he was born. That's a terrible bio. Your fucking TV channel or whatever this is. Doesn't uh, me coach me coach Dave veteran 35 year high school football coach. So he never really decided to go anywhere. He got sued by the ACLU in 1990. Man, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this guy's just hated pretty much everywhere. But, uh, I guess he's in his late 60s or something. I don't know. They don't have anything about his real age. So you know what? This is uh, this is Kane. This guy's Kane. He's wandering the earth. He's still mad about that whole Abel thing. <laughs> so yeah, this kid knows more about himself than you do as a fucking octogenarian or however, how many fucking centuries old you are, asshole. And but, 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 right there, coach. That's the perfect example right there, coach. You or me or an individual should have said to the sheriff, get that person out of here. They are violating the moral code of our lives. That's not actually a criminal code, though. That you, do you, you know what they would say? <laughs> like, honestly, do you know what they would say if you if you did that? They would really just say. Please sit down, sir. Sit down, sir. He has a First Amendment right to speak what he's talking. <laughs> if you're about having, if, if you don't, if you don't agree, if you have a problem with it, doors to your left. <laughs> you don't need to be here, Dave. <laughs> but you know what? He didn't actually go to any of these events or anything. He's no, just of course not. Armchair quarterbacking, like he always fucking does. Anyway, 
That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. See, we got to we got to begin to think differently. But Jack, we have such a very short time to be able to do it. Did you guys? Did you guys see this? Pete Buttfudge gives advice to a nine-year-old boy. He should be licking my balls, not talking to Pete. Bo oh wait, I'm sorry. Did the quiet part come out loud again? There. I'm not saying that kid in particular. I'm just saying that Coach Dave probably probably abused children in Minecraft. Um, I'm I'm sure I'm sure he did. I'll love them. Uh, <laughs> he probably said a, a creeper spawn. Somewhere nothing but here. nothing but nothing but creepers. Mm. Uh, uh, again, the kid initiated the conversation <laughs> and asked a question. So, what's the problem? <laughs> right. He it, the problem is that he didn't like what was said, you know. Like every Christian, instead of you know listening to the other person's opinion and go, I disagree with that. No, he's just going to get on the internet and fucking rage. <laughs> of course, of course, because he still hasn't. He, I mean, he hasn't addressed anything that was actually said. No, all he's saying is lock her up or lock him up. Right, uh, right, right. He's that... he's giving this kid about as much time as we're giving him. Right. How do I come out and tell everybody I'm gay? You're so brave, Mayor Pete. You did it. How can? How do I do that? And Mayor Pete says, "Oh, you've already done it. You're so brave." The kid is pretty fucking brave. I'm going to go back to that well because he is. And it is. It was. Yeah. It was a brave thing. And, and coming out with gay as a public figure is is fucking hard, man. It's sure. gotta be tough, you know. Sure, 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 sure. Don't make me defend Pete. No, I mean I'm, I'm not, not defending Pete. I don't want to I don't want to do it. I do I don't want to do it. I listen if I he don't is, like him, but if he is if he's if he is the not if he gets the nomination, I will yeah, vote for I, I will I will uh, vote for, for you know, but I don't, I don't, I don't like him. And yeah, he, doesn't he have loves any the delicious taste of boot leather too God much. You know? Damn it. <laughs> uh, I just, I dislike him, but I don't hear. Well, okay. To be fair, I didn't hear a damn thing that he actually said, just what Dave says he said. But if what he's, if what, if the reporting is accurate, huh, I don't. See a problem with it, right? Because, because the kid, they, well, one, it's did true. just out himself on yeah. television. You, you know? did just out yourself. Uh, kid is brave, and and good for the kid to feel comfortable enough <laughs> to say something like that on national fucking television, man. Right. Oh, hopefully his community is really supporting of him because I could just imagine how hellish that would be for that kid. Mm -hmm. Because all of the parents that know that kid from the neighborhood, if they're of Coach Dave's, you know way of thinking they're about to make that kid's life a living fucking hell yeah but i can guarantee you that kid has more friends than than the all Dave. these guys put together <laughs> right <laughs> whatever happened to shane whatever happened to, why didn't his mommy put him in a headlock and draw drag him off the court probably because she loves him and that's child abuse and you don't exactly want to do that on national television right Right. Although, I mean, very clearly, that is the type of behavior that that uh, not a coach Dave 
right. approves of, and pretty sure he does in Minecraft. <laughs> you know, I yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure video game version of of not a coach Dave is a, an abusive prick. He's the kind of guy that um, would just just you know picks M Bison and does nothing but like psycho crushers across the screen the entire time, cheesing your fucking defense until he uh, wins. It's, you know, it's, so. it's just there are limits, and that's too far. That's way too far. Too far of a bridge, there, Dave. Where's his daddy? Probably sitting next to him, going, "We're here, and we love so. you, <laughs> and we accept you, and." Or we're, if he's we're proud not, and if he's not, he's probably not in the picture. <laughs> sure. And I would say good for them for not having that fucking toxic person in their life. Yep. Just because someone, you know, donated sperm to create you doesn't mean you have to love them. <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure uh, most of us here are uh, acquainted with uh, I'm talking to you, Coach Dave, uh, a, a, a child cutting a toxic parent out of their lives. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his uh his son that got busted for some shit that he had on his hard drive and stuff um made a plea to the judge saying, "Hey, I was abused as a kid." Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that's out there in public records, so Right. That's Good not job having a dad like this that drives you to I mean, you can't blame your criminal actions completely on the No, 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 no. Yeah, your your criminal actions are are you're your still own, culpable, but, you yeah. know. <laughs> But it's it's gives me a little bit more compassion for somebody because I too grew up with a hard ass dad, but mm-hmm. I, it never drove me to crime. But I understand what you've been through, and I can empathize a little bit. You still shouldn't have pictures of kid naked kids on your computer. You're a dirty motherfucker, and right, right, right. I mean, you deserve I mean, everything that, is... that happened to you with the jail sentence. But yes, yes, yeah, I get it. <laughs> he was probably molested by a either mom or dad or some relative brother because what is a nine-year-old doing engaging in any kind of sexual activity because it's illegal under any state law homosexuality sick as it is where does this thought come from from this child careful you're hitting close to home there right and i i can't pin down exactly when pulling the pud started for me but you know there are kids masturbate guys (laughs) most people don't realize that but yeah kids find the pleasure button and they sometimes press it and play with it and stuff it's not Mm -hmm. like they're gonna like ejaculate or anything sometimes that's not the fucking point of masturbation yeah you know but the thing is is that not (laughs) wait fuck these people have me trying to give them basic fucking biology it's like these are the same people that think that the only reason you can be gay is because you got molested by somebody right man i was i i'm queer but i was never molested by anybody no (laughs) god damn it man and there's millions upon millions of other people that would have the same fucking story Mm -hmm. like no totally love both my parents they took really good care of me they never did anything like that i'm still gay (laughs) chances are he was molested contributing to the delinquency of a minor a presidential candidate contributing to the delinquency of a minor put down the mirror dave the kid started it (laughs) stop talking about yourself dave it's all the kid 
It's all the kid's fault. <laughs> no, he didn't go there though with it. He went with uh, his milk toast fucking defense here, where he's just like delinquency of a minor. Like, okay, well, good luck with that because uh, I bet you they don't want you. Don't, you don't want them to look too deeply into your own fucking backyard. Oh, no, so. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think they do. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. Hey guys, uh, the coronavirus is going to be coming to your neighborhood sooner rather than later. You know, it's something that you probably don't need to be absolutely fucking terrified and worried about if you have somewhat decent health care. If not, go to the emergency room and refuse to pay the bill. That's all right. I'm going to say about that one. But <laughs> I mean, otherwise, um, you know, wash your hands, don't touch your face. Um, wash your hands, don't touch your face. Uh, don't the masks aren't really going to do much. Not not for the, the, not for a virus. Not no, for a virus the, like they're this. too tiny. The those masks would need to be actual fucking like mop four level suits for you to be able to not be affected by this thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's something that's it's going to reach a lot of people. Hopefully it plays out as just like a bad respiratory attack. And the problem is that here in the States, there's a lot of people that work through their sickness. There's a lot of people that don't go to the doctor until it's an absolute emergency. Right. Cause they have bad insurance, no insurance. They don't, they can't get time off from work. They can't afford to miss work. You know, take your pick. And we have a horrible culture of, you know, suck it up, suck it up and deal with it, you know, and, <laughs> That's what made me almost die of pneumonia when I first moved here to Utah a long time ago. Oh, he's just being lazy. He's not actually sick. No, no, that was pretty damn close. I actually had an NDE from that one, but that's a story for another time. Anyway, back to the coronavirus thing here. Uh, Ann Vandersteel is one of those, like, I believe she's a QAnon-believing weirdo that does her own independent news program on the internet, just kind of like how we do. I'm not going to dog her for that, but her shit gets out there. Like mainly we're here to fact check a lot of these folks and just kind of joke about it and laugh about it. Not, not Anne. She's taking it to a whole nother level. So let's go ahead and hear what she's going to say about this. This virus really impacts the Asian male. There's a gene inside the Asian male that is very susceptible to this virus that puts him at much higher risk for death than any other uh, demographic. So. Citation needed. Which gene would that be, Anne? <laughs> like, and you know, only the they Asian have it? gene. 
the, the Asian gene. Oh man. If you like Nori, you've got definitely got that gene. <laughs> Next thing they're going to be telling us, it's like people that like to have the butterbeers at universal parks have the specific gene where it's going to kill you. <laughs> That is such a fucking nonsense thing to say that the Asian people have this one gene. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Like, Anne doesn't understand the continent of Asia <laughs> at all. <laughs> she doesn't understand what countries make that up. She doesn't understand the people that make up those those continent that whole fucking continent sure. all the countries within there it's gonna blow it's gonna blow her mind when when she realizes that uh russians are technically asians yeah. it's gonna well, blow her mind when she well, she, she realizes that people in like <laughs> eastern, eastern china and western china aren't exactly the same type of people <laughs> yeah oh man <laughs> so black white hispanic uh, seem to be not as you know ravaged by this coronavirus than say the Asian male. So which is why we're hearing these stories that sound horrific of by you know thousands of bodies being burned daily in crematoriums over there because uh citation needed. Well, no, I mean there are thousands of bodies burned daily there because they have like all the people. <laughs> okay, once this reaches India, you're gonna get a fucking hell of a body count. You know. Uh huh. It's probably there. I'm. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm it? sure. I'm sure it is. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Uh, one of the uh, one of the patrons wants to know how many Asian genes would us weebs have? X. You know, us weeaboos. Uh, we've got all of them. We've got the most, recessive ones. Most <laughs> most of them most of them have at least two or three pairs of this virus. Now I have no way to verify that. I'm just getting a lot. Of <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Don't even need to do anything else about this video. There it is right there. <laughs> I don't actually have any way to verify that, but <laughs> well, let me I mean, Besides the poo stick that I just pulled out there, where it's just like, I mean, I have the shit on my hands to prove that I did this thing where I pulled this all straight from my ass. <laughs> Christ, dude. <laughs> Oh, and she's not done. <laughs> oh, no, of, uh, I think she is. Anecdotal <laughs> reporting from people I know that have manufacturing in China that are sending me information. Ooh. But again, these. <laughs> she has anecdotal information. Reporting. From people not not in China, but people who do manufacturing in China, meaning people Buy stuff from China. Right. Oh my gosh. These are not information that the Chinese government's going to put out. They're nowhere putting out the numbers uh, for infections versus and death rates that we believe are actually you know verifiable or true. First of all, and buy buy some audio editing software so I don't have to hear the hiss of your fucking air conditioner in the room over. So. <laughs> <sighs> Um, you know, it's true. The Chinese government's not going to release actual honest to goodness anything, you know? Sure. But they're at least working with the, they're, they are, they are working on it. They are working the with World the Health international organization. Right. You know, but they actually are releasing information to the world health organization because 
once this became clear that it could not be contained within the country, yep. they they stopped withholding all that information and they started sharing everything like, they had yeah, this on is gonna it. Be a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> because sure, there are a lot of problems there. Sure, it, it's kind of a, a brutal government. And and they took some draconian measures. Also, but those draconian not, measures they're not, saved a lot of fucking lives. <laughs> they are not idiots. They know what this is. They know how it's going to work. So keeping this information to themselves is, is not going to help anybody. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and they would be, things. and they know they would be crucified for it. <laughs> So from that perspective, if you factor that in and what it's doing to the global markets, is this perhaps a, a ploy to try and take down President Trump's roaring economy that we have? You mean roaring. Obama's economy, right? Obama's economy. <laughs> Trump tanked it. <laughs> I mean, 3000 points in like just three days, man. Right. Thanks for that uh, cheap Disney stock. Uh, thing. Yeah, no kidding. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you can afford to do so, buy some stock this week. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it is a good time to, it's a good time to buy it if you're not looking to, uh, you know, do a quick Move turnaround with it. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, if you are, you know, of an age where you're going, I think I might want to retire in, you know, twenty, thirty years, or you could just continue to wait for it to tank even more because it will. Sure, sure. <laughs> And then you can buy shit really cheap because nobody's going to recover because the whole world's going to be dead. Which, I mean, we, we've kind of had it coming for a long time. Oh, so. we have. We we deserve exactly what we're getting. <laughs> I just, I just want to die before it claims any of my kids. That, that'd be too hard to fucking live through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a coward. <laughs> yeah, seal the windows. Unscrew the valve on the, on the, the gas and let let the kids go to sleep or don't don't do that don't 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 do that don't do no that. no don't do that i'd feel do horrible that. if somebody did don't something do like that. that don't do that in minecraft he's talking about guys in minecraft in, in minecraft <laughs> by sabotaging the markets by creating fear porn and fear mongering while wait, they're also killing oh, wait fear porn <laughs> I've seen fear porn before, and this coronavirus is not it. This is not it. <laughs> Usually my videos start off, would you like to play a game? Wow. Well, like, sure, why not? Okay, Jigsaw, I'm into it. <laughs> okay, hand on the pants. There we go. <laughs> Chinese people uh, by the thousands. Is that a strategy that the deep state would actually use? Holy shit. How, the, how is the deep state going? To, we're not even going to give any, any credence. We're not even going to try to pretend that we can even make any fucking sense of anything that Anne's saying here. I'm just going to let her continue with their mindless inanity. Does the fact that these two gentlemen who left uh, Winnipeg in Canada, which is obviously a part of the British crown, and heading back to Wuhan, does that have any sort of... Wait, aren't they independent from... Can yeah. Aren't they independent from Britain? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Christ, and like it, even the simple details you're fucking up on. Mm -hmm. Does that pass a smell test to you that perhaps maybe the, the, the crown, the Brits, 
who are not too fond of the Chinese may have some sort of sinister ulterior motive that perhaps because of the again, I'm just looking at this. Nobody. These people don't want President Trump to win. They don't want him reelected. If you they want they don't want him to win so much that they're going to destroy the fucking world economy and the people that live in it by releasing a bioweapon. How fucking <laughs> barking mad do you have to be for that to be what is considered a, a sane worldview? And the sad thing is the Trumpers are fucking lining up for it right now. The Red Hatters are going, this is all just a hoax. This is not real. This is something that they're doing. They're politicizing this whole thing. It's not something we need to be worried about. Well, okay, West Virginia, I Don't, hope you okay. love the fact that you're all going to fucking die. You know? Yeah. Then by all means, you guys... Don't worry about it at all. Don't wash your hands. No, the the first feel sign free that I'm to like touch having, your face all day. The first sign I start showing coughing or anything like that, anything respiratory, I'm going to make a doctor's visit because I can afford to do so, and mm -hmm. I'm not going to. I'm not willing to trade my life right. because I'm going to think it's some sort of fucking deep state plot to prevent Trump's reelection. Right. And by the way, that's where those masks can come in handy if you're coughing yeah put a mask it keeps on. most of it in yeah yeah however viruses still can get through those things but viruses just, uh, we, can still get through we just those don't things want to but, them it, to get everywhere. but it helps it, it keeps, helps it helps it helps contain the spread the saliva and the mucus and all the mm -hmm. other shit because man we are just oozy monkeys oh We're yeah just, we are so god the human body's fucking gross like mm -hmm. anytime you like watch space stuff and you realize like man it would be hell to be on a spacecraft for an for a long amount of time because we're just constantly having shit come out of our bodies hair falling out all the time just saliva you know the fucking oils that come out of our skin it's fuck we're fucking gross like other aliens are going to look at us and be like oh oh what the fuck is that you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have him reelected we know the deep state is going down the evidence is very clear rudy giuliani's reporting on the bidens he's putting a magnificent case together on his on his uh, podcast yeah. common sense no he's not <laughs> <laughs> uh... because it was ukraine that did all the hacking yeah he's yeah. he's doing he's doing he's doing a great job you know how how well is my life going if i'm downloading and listening to the fucking rudy giuliani podcast <laughs> the guy that can barely talk through his dentures out of the tank he's he's like a fucking leprechaun with bad dentures it's just it, man i hate rudy giuliani so much <laughs> he's italian though I, I get it i'm just saying that can't fucking stand that dude it's being put out there into into everyday America, who is now turning to podcasts and turning away from the fake news media to get the truth. And we're starting to put together the pieces that this has been nothing but a giant conspiracy by the left, by the establishment to make sure President Trump doesn't get elected and certainly isn't reelected. And then we now know people are going to be indicted. All right. I'm, I'm done with that thing. But, yeah. you know, what's really fucking telling to me is that you have uh, whoever the fuck is in charge of this whole cdc thing the, the response that came out from whatever government office task force that you had on this thing where the guy's talking about how you know we can't afford to make the immunization you know cheap because we want to make sure that you know we don't hit inhibit the market or something like that that's the right and then over here on the left was nancy pelosi today talking about how I don't know why he would be saying something like that the government of course would be the one covering the cost of this <laughs> mm-hmm 
And of course, we want to make it as cheap and as mostly available to people as we absolutely possibly can mm -hmm. because we care about human beings. Meanwhile, you guys are worried about a fucking couple of dollars. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, she didn't say that, but she yeah. hinted so, that pretty fucking hard. So how many do you remember the H1 H1N1? The, oh, yeah. swine, 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 the swine, swine flu. flu. Yep. Right. Do you remember? I don't I don't know if you had to, but but uh, but I had to with with my kids. Uh, yeah, see, they were like three and like <laughs> seven, six, seven months old. Yeah. Standing, standing in line at, uh, at a convention center for, for the, for the vaccine. I don't think I had that one. Like SARS was the big one right when I had my oldest. So, mm -hmm. and unfortunately I went to, <laughs> I went to a convention in Seattle. So there was a real threat of everybody oh, yeah. worried about that. So, mm -hmm. uh, but no, but. I mean, if the government can come up with a vaccination, we're smart enough to go, yes, please. I'll have that vaccination. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People because lined up for hours. Because we, it makes a lot more in... sense to die of, you know, a bad vaccination, which is like one in a fucking million, if, if mm -hmm. even that mm -hmm. much, than to die of a one in like five chance of like dying of a virus or something. It's ridiculous. So. Right. <laughs> Uh, Arduin says, if I was a conspiracy theorist, I would say that it almost looked like the elite only want the elite to survive this virus. You wouldn't be wrong, except for the fact that they would actually have to do work at that point. Right. And they they don't want to get their hands dirty. They don't want to do the work. Unless they're planning on shutting themselves off in their bunkers here pretty soon. But that, that might be something that they're doing. But Christ, that's Ann Vandersteel. That's bonkers, man. <laughs> This is a person with an audience. This is a person that has a lot of people that tune into their garbage audio fucking formatted show and believes every word that she says because she's a pretty she's a blonde with a lot yeah. of Yeah. Now see this is this is the kind of this is the kind of shit that's legitimately legitimately dangerous. Right. I mean, it's, it's fun. It, it's it's all it's all well and good. We can sit here and make fun of it because it's ludicrous and crazy. But shit, people believe people listen to this. People believe it. I I don't know. I don't know what platforms she's actually on. But this is a leftist ploy. Goddamn those those platforms need to seriously evaluate what kind of what they what they allow. I mean, on they that. got rid of True News. Why can't they get rid of her on whatever the fuck she's on? But yeah. You know, and, and honestly, you know, it, well, I do like, it, the fact it seems that, uh, a little, it seems a little, it seems a little counterproductive to say, but you know what, if, if they had to take us off whatever platform we, we happen to, to get be rid on, of something like that, to get rid of something like that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that. I'll be all right. I'll, I'll live. I'll find yeah. something else I could do. <laughs> could I have egg, bacon, spam and sausage without the spam? It's Answers News, everybody, and we uh, it's been a while since Ken Ham has actually been on his own show on Answers News. He's been traveling a lot, of course, and doing all sorts of globe-crossing bullshit that Ken Ham only can do where he's selling Jesus again. I mean, 
it's the only product that he seems to be able to sell because there, nobody else seems to want to come to his fucking attractions anymore. But anyway, uh, I'm rambling. Here's a video of uh, Answers News talking about how uh, cave dwelling, like, what the hell do I want to say there? Uh, the, okay, let's put it this way. The Sahara Desert didn't always used to be a desert. And for Answers News, that's going to be somehow news. <laughs> Here we go. Ancient humans in the Sahara ate fish before the lakes dried up. So what they have found is uh, fossil evidence of fish like tilapia and um, I think they say catfish and some mm-hmm. things like that in the Sahara Desert, which is obviously extremely yeah, dry. Particularly in a cave, right. near, a, near yeah, one of these formations. Yeah, and so um, so when we were talking about this article, it, it's kind of obvious to us that this is probably some sort of post-flood uh, body of water that mm-hmm. was there after the flood, and then as time went on, it dried up. Right, we have to... Well, okay, so they're not surprised that a, a desert you know, with all of the sand and everything used to event used to at one time have a lot of water over it. Yeah. No, that should make complete that sense to just track, about anybody you know. with, with the most rudimentary knowledge of, of geology. Um, but let's hear how they get it wrong, but they're, they're not going to, they're never going to talk about the date here. They're never going to talk about the dates at all because the scientists that examine these fossils, uh, dated them from 10,200 years ago to 4,650 years ago. So, I mean, it could be a big range of fossils there, but anyway. To understand, after the flood, you know, the world would have been a lot more lush. I mean, it was fairly wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, we- With salt water. Salt water tends to not make things grow as well. <laughs> Unless it's a specific species made to grow with the excess of salt water. I mean, with the fountains of the deep that opened up, would they be all full of fresh water? I mean, maybe. I don't fuck. I don't care. I don't, honestly don't fucking care. We probably had a lot more uh, uh, precipitation, things like that, to keep these things going for quite some time, you know, until famines and things like that set in, which really triggered a lot of uh, desertification. So, you know, seeing something like desertification, does he mean desiccation? I think he does. Oh, man. Like this, this makes sense. We've seen a lot of evidence of the Sahara having forests and things like that. So this okay. Yeah. So okay, you're good with that evidence <laughs> because it, it fills your worldview of it being a one-time lake that was buried by flood water. All right, and okay, yeah. If there was a time of much of much precipitation, you know that's generally how the flood got there in your guys's book, right? Mm-hmm. The, the rain started and it kept falling at the rate of like 700 miles an hour or something like that it, in, in order for the volume they're talking about yeah ridiculous amounts of water I, I i just don't understand something here maybe maybe something wrong with my logic maybe i need to listen to aoc more <laughs> oh what <laughs> what the uh, fuck does alexandria ocasio-cortez have to do with anything here Oh, he's just he's just a right wing asshole making a fucking dumb talking point to get right. credit from people in the audience. Got it. All right. Sweet. Or something. Not that. Um, so the Sahara Desert, it's yeah, there's a lot of things that have been written about the Sahara mm-hmm. Desert that uh, when they've done certain uh, mapping and being able to look down through the layers and so on, they see evidence there were streams and evidence mm-hmm. that, that used to be very lush and there were right. lakes and here there were fish and so on. And now it's it's desert. So desert. 
there has been climate change in the past mm-hmm. before motor cars. Right. So was it the Egyptian chariots were running around <laughs> with carbon dioxide coming out that no. did this? I don't or? know. Maybe those horses really <laughs> gave off a lot of gas. <laughs> Maybe all the horses of the Egyptians? Is that what? I it mean, just shows you. Oh, it's not like the climate can change, you know. We're, well, we're not talking about man-made climate change here. Climates change all the goddamn time, you know. They do. They do. They do. But you also have to you also have to take in you know you will also have to take into account continental drift. The Sahara wasn't always uh equilateral. Equilateral. It was it wasn't always on the equator. Equatorial. Equatorial. There we go. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. <sighs> Man. And as I'm reading this news item that it came from, it's talking about uh, the fossils that they found were well-preserved. During this period, the central Sahara was much more humid than it is today. It was a savanna-like environment, and it supported large animals like elephants, hippos, and rhinos. Mm-hmm. Because of this, the guy that found the study did not expect to find a lot of fish bones at the site. Nevertheless, he was surprised how many they found. In fossils between 10,200 and 8,000 years old, around 90% of the animal material that they found in this cave belong to fish, including catfish and tilapia, and cut marks on the bones suggest that they were human food refuse. Mm-hmm. The number fell dramatically when they analyzed the remains between 5,900 and 4,600 years ago. At that point, fish bones only made up about half of the remains because larger mammals had moved into the area. Most of those bones belonged to sheep, goats, and cattle. So, mm-hmm. uh, Saharan environment began to dry out. About 7,400 years ago, the fossil records suggest increasing proportion of the tilapia fossils formed in that time came from a hardy species, uh, not going to give the name, uh, which can withstand harsher conditions. At the same time, there was a decrease in proportion of bones for this other less suited to this condition kind of species. It's like we have a fossil record that actually tells exactly what the fuck was going on in the area at the time Mm -hmm. and explains what they would have been eating at the time. Hmm. It's amazing. that. You know, uh, evolution can, you know, tell the history of a planet and a certain area based on what kind of species were living there at the time. It's almost like science makes good guesses with with the information they're given instead of going, well, I have this book. (laughs) Right, right, right. And yes, there was there 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 was and always has been changes to the global climate or changes in local or regional climate. But it's these are these are changes that are geologic. <laughs> they happen for a variety of reasons over a long period of long time. fucking period of time. <laughs> when, when we're talking about man-made climate change, we're talking about drastic changes over a very short period of time. Yeah, for, Utah, for Utah, ten thousand years ago. Utah, ten thousand years ago looked a lot different than it does now. <laughs> Climates change, right? Yeah. This isn't anything new. Right. It, they do, and they were changing more back then than they are even now. Right. Um, there was these- no, probably about the same amount of change, except for the fact that we're making it worse now. You know, the fact that we're releasing methane and carbon dioxide into the atmosphere at a fucking exponential rate. Right. It's the rate of change. So the the amount of the amount of change over the Drive? last Oops. you know ten twenty years uh, would so equate. You, may, you got the to- steady about you know kind of regular. <laughs> incline of a graph where the stuff's coming out probably mostly flat and then you get to the point where like the industrial revolution happens and it starts to get that curve up and then you get to where we are now and it's way the fuck up here 
Like they they have the data points on this whole thing. Right. Right. <laughs> it is it is like a hundred years of of change compressed to like a decade. Yep. Not quite. Honestly, don't don't quote me on those numbers. Those no. are, those are completely completely made up changes that were occurring and but yeah. people adapted and they dealt with it animals and fit all these things right you now, know it's not now i think we have some hints in the bible that explain some of this you go all the way back to abraham's day in genesis mm-hmm. chapter 12 there's a great oh fuck your book i don't care no about kidding. abraham and no shit. kidding but adaptation doesn't work over a short period of time no I'm going to let say they're whatever verse. Famine that, that caused Abraham to go down to Egypt. Uh, at the time of Isaac in Genesis 26, we saw that. Uh, you can't forget the one from Joseph's day. You know. Right. Oh, yeah, the one from Joseph's day. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, Genesis 41, there are the surrounding passages. Seven years of famine, right. so much that people from all over the world came to get grain from them. Right. Yeah, it's almost like famines and climates can change at the micro level instead of just macro changes. Yeah. Sure. Sure. There was there was an there was an ice age during the uh, like dark ages, not that long ago. Right. So I mean, we see these types of examples. Is this when some of the deserts were really forming or mm-hmm. getting worse? Yeah, it's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely. What, did that what about uh, in the Midwest? Wasn't there a big dust bowl? Right. There, yeah. um, yep. Many happened. years ago. I mean, right. There's, yeah, yeah, but that in that the, came from yeah. not knowing how agriculture fucking works. <laughs> in the in the 30s, yeah, that's what caused the dust bowl. There was a drought, but the it was they weren't the, rotating the impact, crops the way they yeah the do. the impact of the the impact of it uh, was was made so much so much worse by the agricultural practices. We yep. we had destroyed the native the native habitats. It's almost like the kind of shit that they're doing in the Amazon is going to have giant effects on that place in the near future to begin with. So, good job, Brazil. Been all sorts of climate change, mm-hmm. climate continuous change. Maybe and yeah, we're mm-hmm. in a slightly warming trend right now. But then we could go into a cooling mm-hmm. trend again. The sun has a lot to do yeah. with it. The-, <laughs> the sun, the sun has nothing to do with it. <laughs> the sun is just continues spewing out whatever the fuck it's going to spew out. It 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 pays no fucking mind to what's happening <laughs> on this planet at all. The, the solar the solar cycles, the solar cycles, <laughs> while they do have impact on climate. It is, I mean, I mean, it's, it's like, it's not the sun's fault. <laughs> it's like the difference between a, a really cold winter and a mild winter. Unless, unless it somehow kicks out a Corona far enough that it happened to lick our planet, which thankfully we have a magnetosphere, which will help with a lot of that shit, but right. Right. But I mean, if that happened, we just, we would, we'd just be screwed anyway. Yeah, I mean, we'd be able to see it coming. <laughs> True. We'd have like eight whole minutes of going, well. <laughs> Except for the other side of the planet where they'd be like, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Sorry, Australia. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Well, think, think of something else. You know, the the flood triggered an ice age, which takes a lot of water out of the ocean. Right. It takes it out of a lot of bodies of water. It puts it on land. Mm-hmm. That's going to automatically yeah. shift. I don't think that's accurate, <laughs> but. Bodhi doesn't exactly know what he's talking about, and I'm not going to claim to be an expert either, but mm-hmm. I, I would almost say that sounds like bullshit. 
up all sorts of weather conditions right. uh, to trigger these types of things, yeah. you know, as the ice age goes and as it goes back. So, you know, a lot of this, if you look cross-disciplinary, it, it actually makes an awful lot of sense. By yeah. the way, somebody here made a comment in regard to the last article mm -hmm. dealing with polygamy and the Bible. And so I don't fucking care about that shit. There, there's yeah, a reason no, I haven't yeah. gone over the Utah polygamy thing, because I don't fucking care. Well, yeah, no, you guys want to do that um, as long as you're all consenting adults. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, go ahead and continue to have a laugh at Utah. Yeah, it, great. It's just the lawmakers in the state didn't think anything about the people that live here having to talk to people outside of the state where they're like, oh, isn't that the state where you can have multiple wives? Like, no, that's actually not the case anymore. Well, now it's been decriminalized, so I guess you can do that now. <laughs> right. But anyway, Answers News didn't even... You heard that they brought up fish and they brought up the fact that it might have been wetlands, but they didn't dig anywhere, anywhere into the goddamn article about any of this stuff. Any timelines or dating. Uh, and this you know, was and fossil it's, records. It's, it's data. It's data. The dating methods. You can't you can't really fake those. No. So they found him in a rock shelter called Takarkoi uh, in southwestern Libya. And up until about 5,500 years ago, the 140 square meter cave was close to a large pond, making it ideal for ancient human occupation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just get to go fishing every day. It must have been fucking magnificent living in that place at the time where you have an abundance of food. You can go swimming when you want. You had been really nice living there at that time. You know, it didn't seem like they were wanting for much if they were eating that much fish and then up to later generations having mammals, especially if it was savanna land. It probably was really nice living there. But you know what? I just don't. The, the, the guy that from the University of Oslo in Norway, his name is David Wright, says it's just one piece of the puzzle, but an important one as we wrestle with understanding how people can adapt to extreme <laughs> forms of climate change. So it's a story about climate yeah. change that they went on and just had to continue saying, you know, that climate change that was man-made, nah, it's not happening. Don't worry about it. It's going to be something that God's going to fix, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. climate change that's been happening. There's sure. nothing to talk sure. about here. Right. Right. Pay no mm -hmm. attention to the man behind the curtain there. <laughs> so, anyway, that's Ken Ham, and boy, is it, I feel stupid after listening to the three of them. Georgia <laughs> Purdom should no, honestly know better. She should know better about a lot of this stuff, but she's well, going to continue working for <sighs> Answers in Genesis, where yeah, she just knows how her butter's or her bread is buttered. How her butter is breaded? That wouldn't make sense at all. Stupid well, it, it does. I mean, there's a certain point where your your bread to butter ratio gets to a point where you just have to you just have to change what you call it. <laughs> that's I have a kid that that that's that way. Like right, I, right, right. There's it, a there's it, a point. There is a there is a point where you are no longer buttering your bread. You are breading your butter. <laughs> They would have probably have butter out of the jar if I lit them. <laughs> a jar? What the hell? Drinking kind of ghee. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't buy tub butter. That's that shit's nasty. It's not even butter. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> no, I mean it, my my butter comes in stick form. <laughs> oh yeah. God, I wonder if you really could bread and fry it. I mean, it would clear. It obviously, wouldn't work. That it obviously would be, wouldn't work. It would need to be hard frozen. Yeah, <laughs> and it would have to be a really thick batter, and you could mm -hmm. do it. You could do it. 
Yeah. I don't know if you should. I mean, I'm but. sure I'm, I'm sure there's a state fair somewhere that's done it. <laughs> or how about let's make let's make some ravioli that the filling is butter. <laughs> huh. That might work. That could work. That could work. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? All right, folks. Well, that does it for us once again this week. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out there. Or better yet, become a patron. Because, goddammit, so many jokes this week were related to the patron show that we did. And also the patron live stream that we do. You really don't want to miss anything that we put out there. Head on over to patreon.com slash utahoutcasts. And uh, please uh, consider joining us at the dollar a level month. Anyway. We have a whole lot of fans that I need to thank this week, a whole lot of patrons that deserve our love. So I'm going to go ahead and start reading them off because it's going to take me a minute. I honestly don't know what we're going to do when we get to the level where we're beyond. I think we have like 100 and something right now. If we get to like 200, I'll leave it to you guys. I'll read the whole list if you need me to, but we'll figure it out when we get to that bridge. Anyway, Catfish Jr., Cupcake Chaos, Lenora Lee, and Sash are our secret patron tier. Uh, the secret patron plus tier, we have Amber Mulvaney, Andrea Brooks, Becky Fairley, Bicycle Legs, Brooke Moffat, Cindy Spear, Colby Rasmussen, Coral Van Marl, Hopswatch, James Kenyon, Jessica, uh, sorry, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Karen Sheets, Madeline Welsh, Michael Murphy, Randall Gaz, Robert X, Stacey Startzel, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Tina Coley, Tom McDonald, Winter Solstice 93, and at the double secret patron tier, we have Andre Skabinski, Ben Roberts, Chris Turner, Daisies, Econ, Gary Gervin, Henry Hutanen, Jeffrey Brown, Josh Crow, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lada Nilsson, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, and Trickster. And at the VIP tier, these are the people that get the uncut show every week. Andrew Medina, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Chuck Pattonod, Corey Vanderpool, Dave Lindop, Freethinker215, and Mr. Monty Burns support the Satanic Temple. Excellent. Uh, Gary Smith, Joshua Abadie, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddell, Malleus Farmentum, nay Mr. Bible Pants, Michael Smuda, Mike Yoakum, Nancy White, Ord Toothman, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Robert Levine, Roosevelt Howden, Some Random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, let's see, Tracy Harden, and Ugly German Truths. At the platinum tier, we have Arduin, Angelica Pearson, CPT Miller 132, uh, David Hicks, Jeff Linville, M- Jacob Bream, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Raccoon King, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, and Will Nash. Um, actually, speaking of Angelica, I just got done watching one of her streams on Twitch, and I can't wait to have her on the show again. I think our schedules can actually work out this time. Anyway. Back to the guest host here. These are the top-level patrons that we have out there. Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, Joseph, Matthew James, Michael Lord, and Jazza G. Thank you all 
so much for the love and support that you give us every single week. It's going to a really good use this week, people, because we're buying promotional material for the convention that we're going to. And if you happen to catch yourself in Arizona, come join us at the American Atheist Convention that's going to be taking place between the 9th and the 12th, I think. Uh, it's Easter weekend in Arizona. So join us there if you can. If not, uh, keep tuned to all of our social medias because I'm planning on doing a whole blitz of things. Plus, we're also going to offer like discounts for people uh, if you're buying stuff at that period because we're going to add a whole lot of stuff to the merch store. God damn it, I am working my ass off beyond doing the show. I've got a lot more stuff I need to get done. Anyway, before we wrap this up, I need to remind folks that if you can't afford to share love for the show via Patreon, uh, you can do so in, in so many other ways, such as finding us on YouTube and subscribing there, or simply leave a review on whatever service you use to catch us. You can always shoot us an email or a text because we're always happy to hear from you. That's 347-669-3377. And the email address is any one of our names at utahoutcast.com or mailbag at utahoutcast.com. But with that, it's time to bring episode 284. Yeah, I think that's right. 284. Yeah, we're bringing that to a close. But like always, everybody, I have to remind you that your absolutely fucking welcome for this show i know that may seem like i'm being pretentious but you know what i work hard at this i got a lot of people that love it you're gonna love it everybody else out there please let me know if you love it i'll talk to you later you guys have a good week and we will catch you next week with more of this i promise felicia's gonna be there then goodbye everyone <laughs> <laughs>